Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, right, welcome back to o- OMF. No Wardway, no Fourier. It's Lou Maloney. It is Andy Hart. We are in here now, and every Wednesday at 10.30, it's time to talk to the manager, Alex Kaur, which is brought to you by Arbella Insurance and Zenny, the official eyewear of the Boston Red Sox, Major League style at minor league prices. Visit zenny.com. Joining us now on the Harbor One hotline is manager Alex Cora. Alex, I want to ask you how you're doing today, but I was wondering if you had any Barlitos uh, five-star last night after that game. No, not really. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to avoid that, man. It's... Uh... <laughs> Doing okay. Uh, just come here and uh, you know put a put a full game. I think that's uh, that's where we are right now. Uh, I do believe the the last two we had chances to put them away. We didn't, and we're playing good teams. They came back, but uh, I do believe we're getting close. Uh, to be honest with you, you know uh, we didn't do certain things well yesterday, also on Sunday. But I think you know we we're closer than what people think. So I want to ask you, because I know outside looking in, everybody doesn't, doesn't hear what you guys know. Nobody really knows what's going on in that clubhouse. But as a fan, this, this run right now, I know 2-10, and 10, but 2-9 and nine since that deadline, looking from the outside looking in, it looks like a deflated baseball team. It looks like a team that's still disappointed by maybe the inaction at the deadline. Is there any truth to that? Um, I don't believe so. I think... Uh... You know, in, in this game, you're going to go through up and down, and that's part of it, you know. And sometimes, most of the time, obviously, en- energy is created by the offense, and we haven't been great offensively the last two weeks, and I think that's where it looks that way. You know, uh, obviously, you know, players, they, they have their thoughts, you know. They, have, uh, they play GM, and they like to manage games, all that stuff. That's what I used to do, and that's what players do, you know. And people from outside, they do the same thing. But I, I do believe... Like I said, the last two days have been a lot better. We played very competitive baseball on Saturday. You know, one nothing, two to one. Mm-hmm. So uh, you just gotta keep the grind, man. You know, the the way I see it is we we're, we're still in a position to make the playoffs. Obviously, you know, these these guys are you know five games ahead of us. We still got plenty of games against them. It's just a matter of us playing a, a full game. You know, pitched, play defense. The manager can breathe a little bit. Just relax, enjoy the game, and maybe I can have my barrelito after the game after that one. <laughs> Are you worried about at all about the mental makeup of your team, the psyche, and is there any? I mean, do you believe in the idea that losing is contagious? Um, I, you know what? The way I put it is, uh, you know, you, you're gonna have a streak like this. Is is part of 162? Um, even in in 18, we went through it. I think. Uh, but uh, if you look at the division, they went through it. The Rays did. The Yankees did the same thing. The Jays went through it. And uh, it just, 
ours is in August, and uh, it doesn't look great, right, because of the timing where we add. But uh, at the same time, you know, we got 60-something games win, and we are, you know, second in the wild card, one from the A's, and we still got, you know, we're five games behind the Rays. And, uh, you know, we got some guys coming uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, We just got to ride the ship right now. And uh, it just takes one game, you know, or one at-bat, to get this going again. And I, I do feel I, I, I'm a big believer, you know, actually I felt better after uh, Sunday's game than uh, when we left Detroit. So we just get Got to keep grinding. You know, you see, it's not easy. And when nobody said it was going to be easy, but you got to keep working, stay to your principles and things are going to happen. Alex, I know she haven't announced the starter yet for Thursday. I know you got Hauk and Pavetta, I guess both go on schedule, but I was just curious, any chance Hauk actually gets activated today and he's your bullpen tonight? Just go with Pavetta tomorrow? Uh, no, no, he's not in the bullpen tonight. So, uh, you know, actually, Garrett is in the bullpen. He's going to be in the bullpen uh, tonight. So, uh, you know, we got Martin and Garrett in the bullpen. So if, any decision on, on Thursday yet or no? To be announced, to be announced. <laughs> You're holding us right down to it, huh? <laughs> so we have to, right? <laughs> yeah, Secrets. Yeah, yeah. Secrets. Yeah. How much confidence do you have in your bullpen right now and some of the guys that have been good for you all year in certain roles that are maybe scuffling a little bit? Uh, I do believe, you know, with Barnes, it's been hard, you know, and that's the life of the closer. You guys know it. And uh, we had a tie game Saturday. He closed it. You know, he came in, too, in the second game. Obviously, with Fellmore going down, we tried to stretch Odovino and Barnes to get the last nine outs. And yesterday, it was a tie game. We brought him in. And, uh, you know, um, it's, it's part of the equation. And we have to be very careful, you know, uh, how we use him this week. You know, we pushed the envelope yesterday. It didn't work out. Now we have to move on. With Adam, we do believe he's thrown the ball better. He's using that four-seamer against lefties, and uh, it's been really good. Uh, JT has scuffled a little bit with walks, but uh, at the end of the day, everybody has to contribute. Everybody has to be part of it. And uh, it's Martin and Hansel and G. Rich now. we got to find pockets for these guys to be successful. And uh, that's on us. That's on uh the pitch, uh, you know, Bushy, Jason, Walk, and myself try to put these guys to 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 be. Ex- uh, I was going to say in Spanish, exitoso, to be <laughs> successful. Uh, you know, in their pockets, and uh, we have to do that if we want to pull this out. So last night, the seventh inning, Whitlock, who's been absolutely amazing for you guys. I have to ask because watching it, I, I just I didn't know what I was watching. Like it was so many fastballs. And I'm thinking, and he comes out in the eighth and starts actually throwing his changeup and gets a couple of strikeouts. But the abandonment of that changeup in that inning in big spots, was that just, was that a game plan or was that just, I don't know, not, not going your best pitch? Um, you know what? It, it's one of those that he's been so, so successful with the fastball the last three weeks that he, he got fastball heavy. And uh, there were certain times that, you know, he shook to the fastball. There were other times that Christian stayed with the fastball. He's, you know, it's teamwork, right? And uh, it's just a matter that he didn't execute those fastballs. He pulled one to Choi uh, with in a 1-1 count. The one to Lau, it was supposed to be higher than higher. He was on top of the zone, and he put a good swing. And I agree with you. You know, we, we didn't mix up pitches in that seventh inning, and then we made the adjustment in the eighth. And this is part of being a, a rookie too, right? He's been so good for so long using that two-seamer outside and, you know, getting big league hitters out with the fastball that, you know, it happens, you know, and this is part of the learning process. It just happened that, you know, yesterday it looked so bad because we're in August and we're losing, you know, more than, than usual. And uh, he got beat in a few times. But, man, this guy, he's been almost perfect. So, you know, for me to question him, 
you know, as far as usage and where he went with the fastball, you know, that's kind of like irresponsible from my, from my end because I see him throwing a lot of fastballs in other occasions, and he's been dominant. He did it to them in Tampa uh, on Sunday night, so... You know, but I can't question that. Is there, and he has been outstanding, but it's been a lot of multiple innings, right? Which kind of maybe creates him down for a while. Is there any big discussion of just making him traditional eighth inning guy? You know, like one inning, two out of three games, as opposed to multiple? Maybe just getting him in more games? We've been talking about that, and uh, obviously the schedule is going to dictate a lot of what we're going to do, you know, with the off day on Monday, the off day on Thursday. Uh, we like the fact that we can use him for multiple innings a few days a week and, you know, it adds to, you know, actually four, maybe five innings a week instead of using him three times. But, you know, the conversations are going. We protect him throughout the season. I do believe he can do it. But, you know, at the end, we got to talk to medical and we got to go over the whole process where he's at, you know, physically. But I do believe, you know, with time, we're going to start seeing him a little bit more consistent uh, on, a, on, a, on a daily basis. We talk about the trade deadline and a lack of investment, and that's magnified by the idea that the biggest acquisition isn't part of the team yet. And how frustrating is it waiting for Schwarber? And, you know, do you see a light at the end of that tunnel? I, I see the light at the, at the end of the tunnel very soon. You know, uh, you know, he had another great workout today, so uh, we'll reassess the situation today, and there's a good chance that he might go on a rehab assignment tomorrow. So those are good news. Uh, he's moving well. He's moving well, and... Uh, Obviously, we got to be smart with the whole where he's going to play first, left, or DH. I think that bat is going to make a difference. You know, that's what we do, that's what we got, and uh, I think he fits right in of what we're trying to accomplish. So um, there's a good chance he'll be in Worcester tomorrow. You know, Alex, I go back to you know, I'm thinking Kyle at first. I go back to that game when when Arroyo was at first base and you talking after the game and kind of really feeling bad about putting him in that situation. And then he ends up getting hurt. And then you got this kid with the hammy and a, now a tight groin a little bit. I, I almost feel like it's the same spot to where you'd feel bad about putting him back in there again, not wanting him to get hurt. Like, does that cross your mind at all about, like, I, I don't know if I want to use him at first? No, I mean, uh, there's a lot of conversations going on with uh, the medical staff and, and with Kyle. I think at the, at the end of the day, it starts with him, right? How he feels and uh, how he moving. So I do believe early on, you know, we're going to avoid that, you know, and uh, obviously – you know, I think the goal here is for him to, to contribute in the lineup. You know, we get him to do that, and then we move forward and see where he takes us. It's obviously the goal to have Chris Sale contribute, I would assume, <laughs> at a high level. Uh, does he bring more in terms of what he's going to be on the mound, or is there a lot of value with that kind of swagger, clubhouse aura that he can bring to the team? I do believe when, when guys like Chris Sale walk into the clubhouse, you know, they come in respect, you know, and... uh Having him around is, is a plus. You saw him yesterday in the, in the dugout talking to guys, talking to pitchers, talking to hitters, you know, and that's what he brings to, to this team. You know, he's done it since he got traded. I saw it firsthand in 18 and 19. And the fact that, that, that Chris is, is around with us, you know, um, the rest of the season, it makes a difference. Every five days, we know what we're going to get. Um, you know, I, I do believe he's going to be very competitive. This guy, you know, he feels right. He feels healthy. Uh, we went to the whole spring training, quote unquote, ramp up, and he he feels great. So uh, can't wait for Saturday for him to go out there and uh, you know with a packed house and a Saturday afternoon. You know it should be fun here 
we're crazy on them all. So Duran missed a couple of days, right, on that COVID list, didn't feel well, whatever it was. Just stayed away for a couple of days. Do you think that helped him sort of just take a breath a little bit after getting thrown to the big leagues? Because he has looked a lot better up the middle, contact, you know, ground balls, line drives, as opposed to almost like swinging, a lot more swing and misses early. But what have you seen differently from him in the last few games? He feels that way. And uh, as you know, well, you know, we – we were the other way around, right? We were backup players, and uh, we saw the game from from the dugout, you know, to, towards the field. Usually, you know, like these guys, they play every day, and uh, there's certain locations that when you take a step back and you breathe a little bit and you see what's going on, either from the hotel room or the dugout or in the clubhouse, you're like, ah, oh, you know, that like, yeah, there's life the other way, you know? I can stay on pitches and I can go the other way, you know, and like, yeah, they, they don't attack you the way I feel they attack you, you know. And uh, I do believe, and you can tell right after he came back, you know, in Toronto, uh, it feels like he's made some adjustments. He's made some, you know, the willingness to go the other way is part of what he's trying to do, and hopefully he can continue to do that. When we use the term big three, it's usually about the NBA and basketball, but you got a big three in your lineup that maybe hasn't been hitting quite as well as people have expected over the last month or so. And I'm just wondering, do we expect too much from Bogarts, Devers, Martinez, or do you need to get more out of those guys? Uh, I expect too much sometimes, and then I step back after the game, I'm like, you know, they're humans, you know, and they're going to go through up and downs. And uh, even when they're struggling, they make that pitch, uh, pitcher work. And one of the things that I try to tell them is, like, it doesn't matter how you feel, you still J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Rafi Devers, so... Uh, there's certain at-bats that even if you don't feel like you, you, you're you going to catch up with something, the count might be 3-2, and then you get a slider on the dirt and you watch. So, uh, yeah, we rely on them. We know that. I think every every team in the big leagues relies on, on their superstars, right? But at the same time, I think the burden of carrying a team is not fair for them. You know, you just got to do your part just like everybody else. And when they do that, they perform at a, you know at a high level. Uh, you expect Verdugo back Thursday? Is that what it is? He's coming in tonight? And Doogie, Doogie's flying in. I think it's, uh, he should be here tomorrow. So hopefully, you know, uh, he can post tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. One more last question. What is it going to take to free Jairo Munoz? Man, got another hit today, Alex. <laughs> got like 32, 33 hits down there. The guy's an electric factory. He can hit. Yeah, he's a good hitter. He's doing a good job. And, uh, you know, it's one of those that right now where we at, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to make certain decisions. You know, we got certain guys that are coming out of the 60-day DL that we're going to have to be, uh, add to the roster. So, I mean, I, I hope <laughs> it was that easy, you know, just to add people. But uh, we know what he's doing. We know what he did last year. You never know, man. Hopefully, you know, uh, we can figure out here. And, uh, you know, if he's part of it in the future, so be it, because we know he's a good player. All right, lefty on the mound tonight. Uh, anything anything interesting? A Poecki DH in, Dahlbeck at first? What's the deal? No, Kevin is catching, actually, and we got Jaron in center field. He didn't ninth. Um, um, Marwin's playing left field. Bobby's playing uh, first. Kiki's playing second. All right, sounds good. All right, well, listen, go get that W and enjoy that Barlitos a little bit later on, will you? Okay, guys. All right, Take thanks, care. Alex. Thanks, right. Alex. Alex Kaur, manager of the Boston Red Sox, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.